0: Hey, all you mamas and papas looking for diaper bags and accessories that fit your modern lifestyle, then check out Kami They have a wide selection of diaper bag and backpack styles with features you're sure to love. Their latest addition, the Parker Convertible Backpack Plus Bed, combines a multifunctional diaper bag with features like an insulated bottle station, extra strong stroller straps, wet and dry compartments, waterproof exterior, and an easy to reach USB charging port but it also transforms into a portable baby bed. Learn more about it at camionkel.com. That's K-A-M-I and K-E-L dot com.
1: Welcome, everyone, to Mystery, a podcast about myths and history. I am one of your hosts, Bryant, with my permanent guest, Cammie. Hello, Cammie, my little square on my monitor. How are you doing?
0: (laughs) Hi, Bryant. How are you? I'm
1: good. I am doing good, too. Cammie, this has been uh, a packed week. I'm loving it. Or packed month, sorry. I'm loving it. Uh, This is the continuation of our spooky-themed episodes Spoopiness with a capital, two capital Ps, spoopy. (laughs) And it's great because this episode in particular is going to really flow well with the one that we did a year ago on Vlad the Impala. No, the Impaler. Impala's a car. So if you're just joining us, you just clicked, you're bored, you don't want to listen to political podcasts, especially after that debate, Uh, you're with us now. What we do here on Mystery is... Every week, we like to take a myth or a legend, and then we'll try and give you a little story, and then some of the the facts behind that story or the discussion behind that story. And like we did a year ago, we talked about Vlad the Impaler, the very infamous in a lot of ways, and we found he was pretty – I mean, he was a pretty run-of-the-mill ruler for Transylvania – Baltic area, you know, that was pretty common back then.
0: And he was like the Iphocles of rulers. <laughs> well, yeah, and
1: he was he was run of the mill, run of the mill. And uh, uh, Elizabeth Bathory is who we're talking about. And you know, you may know a little bit about her. I didn't. This is a little fun. She's definitely not as famous as Vlad, it, but she she's pretty darn famous. She she really is um because she's in a, a very similar state just a couple hundred years Um, After that, now we will say there, you know, we're going to warn you. Um, much like last week's episode, the Bathory story does involve killing and in a gruesome way. She was accused, if you don't know, she was accused of murdering up to like 600 people allegedly. I'll go behind some of the uh, allegations later, but Cammie's story is is wonderful as always, but it will be just you know, super. She's pulling all the Edgar Allan Poe's out for this one, I think, right?
0: It's very graphic.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, and that's the the stories of it all were. So, just a heads up on that one. You might want to, you know, go back. Put your
0: kids away or whatever.
1: Listen to the Yule episode. Skip ahead. You know, just or or <laughs> go to go to our last Christmas episode. Just pretend that it's Christmas. No, anyway. All right. So, Cammy, let us know who what Bathory was. Who was she? us.
0: <laughs> okay. So my source was a web series called Serial Killer Culture, season two, episode four, Infamous Bathory. I do want to say that the web series in no way aligns with what I'm saying. Uh, they definitely don't demonize her in the way that the story is going to. <laughs> but
1: don't worry, I'll. I'll. <laughs> my. Re- I have a redeeming sort of theory, but.
0: Okay. It began on an unremarkable day. Our countess was sick and thought to be dying from her ailment, when a servant was brought to her to be punished for one indiscretion or another. The woman's breath had rattled and stopped, but when the countess's servant entered the room, she leapt from her bed and bit the girl's neck. The young servant crumpled to the floor, and Bathory raised her head to reveal her mouth and throat covered in fresh, dripping blood. Everyone who witnessed the event cowered, fearing they might be next, but the Countess simply asked for a bath and went about her day, as if she had not just suffered an ailment which kept her bedridden and put her so close to death. Whether this account proves she was an immortal creature, or it just shows her cruelty, we cannot be certain. What we can know is that it created a bloodlust in her that would rival any vampire of legend. She began recruiting young women from the servant classes to come work in her castle as seamstresses and laundry women. Whenever the young women would mishandle a task, they would receive brutal punishment. Many died from the beatings. But her thirst for blood was not satisfied by brutal, torturous murder alone. One day, a servant girl was sent to help the countess get ready for a day. She drew her bath and started to brush her hair. But she was too rough, and Bathory's hair was pulled back painfully. She reached, or she reacted with immediate anger and pulled her ring-filled hand back to strike the girl. She landed the blow and the rings on her fingers cut the servant's face, the blood splattering into, onto her own face. And when she took a cloth to wipe herself clean, she noticed that the places where the blood hit were now youthful and radiant. She knew the secret to youth, a young woman's blood. She asked the servant to continue drawing her bath, And she did exactly as she was told, fearing the consequences. Bathory stood over her and cut her throat so that the blood would drain into her bath. And then she stepped in it and bathed in the blood and water until the youthful glow covered her entire body. As well as this gruesome cure worked, the effect would only last for so long. Soon she was calling more and more young servant girls to work for her, they were happy to take a job in one of the grandest castles in the land. Little did they know that one by one, they would all mysteriously die of cholera. The king's court of the time thought it strange, but the truth was only known to her most faithful attendants, for they were the ones who had to prepare hor- horrific remedy for the consequences of time.
1: Wow. Well, <laughs> Cammy, I think I should ask, are you okay? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Was this some sort of uh, uh, like a a transference of your emotions here? No. That's really good. Um, I like that a lot. That was really cool. So Elizabeth Bathory. This is – I'll set the stage here uh, a little bit, the time period. So, again, if if you're familiar with Vlad the Impaler, Vlad was around – he died around 1477. And he was was in the same area too in Transylvania, Hungary – um this very uh hectic baltic region uh this is a couple hundred years later about she was um she died uh, the the murders the, the story happens really in in sixteen o two and uh she goes on till um sixteen ten is when she's like um put in prison essentially or or house arrest uh, and then she dies in sixteen 16- 14 so um not too far off of this this figure i'm I'm, i like i kept wanting to see like and uncle vlad was you know i don't know like some some sort of (laughs) reference to him but no no i don't i don't think there's any immediate reference again this this area super hectic and lots of different states interacting with each other uh and and elizabeth and the bathory the the family was was very important she was a hungarian countess um she, uh, her family basically owned Transylvania. They were, they that's where their, their shtick was. They were very wealthy. Her uncle was the king of Poland at the time. So she was a very well-to-do person. And uh, you've got her families around. You've got the Ottomans on one side, um, constantly around this area doing stuff. I, I mean, the, I mentioned it during the Vlad episode, how they were involved in that. Um, and you've got uh, Habsburgs there's actually the long war was this conflict that was going on at the time um that it was called and it was this it, it's also called the long turkish war or the 13 years war it's just it's just sort of a land war between lots of different like the 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 holy roman empire empire of the time Hungary Spain all all these sort of uh uh you know european uh Duchies and things like that, going against the Ottomans and just kind of going back and forth on land and things like that. So it was a very hectic time, um medieval to the core in a, in a lot of ways. And Bathory, I mean, she she led kind of a normal childhood. We, I mean, we know she was around doing what she did. um They actually had really good records of a lot of this and. There was a pattern that, okay, again, occurred between 1602 and 1604 with the murders. Now, she married uh, a, into another a rich family, and her husband, uh, he actually died in 1604. And this is where I kind of see, uh, not only do, you know, that's when the, the, the main attacks are sort of happening, but in 1604, after his death... Uh, her husband had a, a a magnate. It's also called a palatine, which is a, a basically a medieval uh, official. I read it as Palpatine first, and I was like Star Wars. <laughs> but this this medieval uh, official Georgi Thurzo, Turzo, he he was a very powerful magnate, and he was uh, in he he was in de- um under the service of her husband and he was ordered eventually by the king of hungary at the time to to investigate bathory because it sort of came in waves uh, it looks like um now i remember when we talked about vlad i mean we didn't have like definitive proof of everything he did it, it, it you know so much of it we came into legend much like how bathory is in a way but people definitely died during this time i mean there there wasn't a labor union, there wasn't a huge quality of life for anyone who wasn't, you know, a, a rich noble woman. We, so, well, anyway, so, so 1602, 1604 is when they think that these, these killings, many of these killings happened, um, as they did. And once the, sort of the investigation happened, it, it wouldn't be until 1610 when it actually kind of went to court, uh, a minister complaint in court in 1610 collected evidence from over 300 witnesses. And I mean, the, these allegations included beatings, mutilization, starvation, accusations of cannibalism was kind of the crazy thing. Um, Bathory had a, a, a um, gyneceum, gynecheum, uh, a women's house, basically. Okay. Think like gynecologists. Uh, but uh, – and it, and so – and it is the, the story the, – the significance of the story is that she did kill young women, young servant girls is sort of what it is. And that would kind of – Makes sense that's, that's who she would have an abundance of is, you know, likely women coming to work in the castle and things like that. And she had several estates all throughout the area. So, I, I, like, we can kind of see the, the thin lines and things like that. But what's, what's weird is that Bathory, she – during the Long War, she there, – there's records of her helping widows and victims from it and uh, like assisting – evidence of Bathory assisting destitute women. Um, through all these conflicts, because Bathory, we, during the Long War, before her husband died, actually was in charge of his estates on the way to, like, like the pathway to Vienna, essentially. And so she, she was a very active noblewoman, and a lot of displaced people from these conflicts, and, and she it looks like she would specifically really help, go out and help the women. So it's it's weird that there's this... That it that it goes into this when when she has a history of it, her, her well, child what
0: class were these women like? Do you think it was a class issue?
1: No, I don't think so. I, I they wouldn't have been. I I I think you would have had like kind of a hodgepodge, but it would have been like the peasantry essentially, you know, the working class oh, of the okay. time. Um, I like it notes that she helped uh, women that were pregnant due to rape from the the conflicts and things like that as well, and so I I, I think she really. I I don't know. I it seems like she really was kind of a a a, a better noble woman that, until until you get to this stuff. It, everything seems fine, and you know I mean we we think of like you can think of almost any you know noble person pre nineteenth century twentieth century even, and you can kind of expect them to just be like horrible people. You know you think of like crazy French kings and stuff like that, and but there, there wasn't like a bunch. Even in her childhood, I, the. Wikipedia talks about how she may have suffered what could have been epilepsy, but she didn't have a lot of crazy things. A rumor after her death came up that she got pregnant when she was 13 from, like, a stable boy and then had to give the baby up and stuff like that. But that all – those – those all that stuff happened after her death, and that was sort of, like, just a gossipy kind of thing as well as, like – so when, you know, you talked about the bathing in the blood story – that definitely did start to happen, but that that leg- the, the 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 legend itself, the legend of her, um, came from a Jesuit scholar, Tragica Historia, and it was the first written account of the Bathory case. This was in 1729, and there were some other uh, books um, as well uh, from other authors, but uh, Hungary and Transylvania, published in 1850, from John Paget, um, describes the supposed origins of the bloodbathing and stuff like that. So.
0: So that was like 200 Yeah, yeah, years later it started. Yeah, it
1: okay. wasn't I mean like like and that's so he, here's here's where uh, what what kind of seems the more likely thing is that it it's a conspiracy essentially. I mean this again this is a brutal time. Uh I mean go back to the Transylvania or the um Vlad episode 2. I think we mentioned his brother, we mentioned all sorts of crazy stuff like his brother had to help um to take down Byzantium, you know, like even he was a Christian forced to fight Christians and stuff like that. There was there was a lot of crazy stuff going on here. Tons of backstabbing, Machiavellianism, and what what I see kind of in the bullet points is after the husband's death, while Bathory is powerful. She she can't stop this dude Giorgi Turzo. You know you think about the, it's it's the perfect little story of like it's not the king, it's his you know little evil right hand guy or or um, oh, yeah. you know yeah a, a palatine come on all palatines are evil. Uh, <laughs> so the the Gorgi Turzo, the magnate, um, entrusted with the heirs um, and widows of her husband uh, Farinic or Ferrenic, and and Turzo would lead the investigation against Bathory. It's it's he he was in tr- charge of her ex-husband, her uh, belated husband's money and heirs and and all that, and then leads the investigation. So, and that's what happened was essentially was, um, so it was her and like three other servants were tried. Uh, Go figure the three servants were tried and executed based off of just testimony. there was no, there was no hard evidence essentially. Um, And Bathory was put under house arrest she wasn't actually even tried um two two court officials claimed to have seen Bathory herself kill young servant girls but it was all just hearsay it was all just word of mouth there was no physical evidence I mean what could you have like I was taking a selfie on my iPhone in the corner you can see <laughs> in this castle turret that so there she's weren't hanging
0: bodies at.
1: No, no mention of bodies, essentially. I mean, I, you'd have to think about how busy these places were. And I mean, like, when you go to the Hungarian Countess's castle in Transylvania and she slaps a servant girl, you're not going to go, hey, don't do that. You know, like, you're you're just going to be like, sure, that's what you do. It's this is 1600 <laughs> Hungary. It's pretty crazy here. Um, so, yeah, it, it's just wild. I mean, she... Yeah, I, I, another thing was too that the the witnesses um, uh, confessed under torture, and were would later be executed too. So some of the witnesses were were oh, okay. literally forced to confess to these things happening, and then and they, even then they were just killed off in the end. But and then and the crazy thing is, Bathory in the end there there was no essential punishment, official punishment for her. She was just put under house arrest and only made it about four years later. Um, after that, so it, it almost. Is definitely, I mean, and of course, once she's not in direct control, family members and other political rulers will come in and fill voids around the area. So it, it most certainly seems like it's it's something like that. Uh, some uh, authors suggest that it, it's a specific, like um, Catholic Habsburg plot against the Protestant Bathory. Uh, there was a lot a huge you know protestantism was was big in this area and it, it, there was a lot of um give and take there in in the lands of of who was there and Bathory was protestant i think she was raised um calvinist actually and so it, it, there there was some motivation there not there, there's just some motivation not, not a lot and uh not a lot of evidence that really kind of points to any specific officials but again king of hungary um the Georgi terzo magnate dude it it's just kind of wild um but yeah the 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 crazy thing though like with with the the deep stuff i mean it, it's it's alleged that she killed anywhere between three to six hundred people again, so we're just kind of throwing out numbers, but as many as six hundred were sort of said. Um, but the the big stories, the the retellings and the accounts wouldn't happen until a hundred years later, and then the the blood stuff didn't happen until after that. And that's kind of you know like like Vlad. I we talked about. He's almost seen as like a national hero in uh, Transylvania, like folklory kind of thing. Like uh, and I'm saying, Hercules is a little weird, but like he is. He's he's sort of a mythological figure. I mean, he did he he kept the bad guys out. He kept the city strong, the the state strong. And he was ruthless with his enemies, and kept going from there. So the the crazy stuff that kind of went later, like oh, he drinks blood. You hear that? Like you know, I mean, it's it's it's. I think it's just like your your rulers get big, and especially in this time, the way information spreads. I think it's just that these these rumors spread in just the same way. But it's really cool. I mean, she she wasn't an, an incredibly important, powerful woman. I'm honestly like. I wish we had a, an account. I would love it if we could have had some account from her because I think it would have been amazing. So and you Cami, you started off, you you sent me this this paper. I didn't actually really scan the paper. It's huge. Um by Rachel Lay <laughs> um Bledsaw. It's called No Blood in the Water: The Legal and Gender Conspiracies Against Countess Elizabeth Bathory in Historical Context. Um it, it it's absolutely fantastic. It's it's a it's a huge thesis and it's just really interesting. Um again, Bathory was really she she was a very tame person, sort of if you kinda of look at the abstract of it. She she didn't like women will not really seem as threatening uh even in royalty and things like that. Um, but there's definitely like a conspiracy behind her. Uh it's it's wild. So it um this this paper also talks about the Habsburg um threat. Uh, you know, taking out, put, putting more Catholics in charge of places and things like that. Uh, and, and it looks like just the beatings were, uh, the, the the deaths of servants were just kind of the 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 wave that they rode to get her dislodged. Um, but it's cool. Her paper goes off of tons of primary sources. Uh, there, there's some really cool old accounts of Hungary. Um, yeah, the History of the Troubles of Hungary by Martin uh, Fumé. Um, which was from 1600. Uh, So there's some really cool stuff literally from like the time period that uh, Bloodsaw looked at just to kind of get her work. So I can link it in. The paper's available online, it looks like, in in its entirety. But it was, yeah, so really, really cool. Um, The story itself is is pretty wild. It's really straightforward for the most part. We don't have any tangible evidence of her actually being this crazy killer. More than likely, it was just a, a... Huge plot to take down her her position and move her out. Whether it was Habsburg, you know, uh, fueled or even just, hey, you know, your husband's gone and we got to start filling these positions, that kind of thing. So it's really interesting. I I liked reading about this. Um, there was a two thousand eight drama, uh, a film as well. I it looked like it was okay. I, I didn't really look too much into it, but
0: oh, I think I watched that. Oh, it really? Was, um. I think that's the one. Was it called Bathory?
1: I th- yes, I believe so. Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah, that's the one where um she's like a lesbian countess and then she's but she's really a vampire and she kills all these like virgin women and bathes in their blood. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> um yeah, no. And that, yeah, I'll, there's uh so I, I'll go over my sources too since I'm I'm pretty much done. I the, the Britannica section was really cool. It was very like pointed. I mean, Britannica and Wikipedia were were really helpful, of course. Um, it, it it's it, there's a lot. The Wikipedia section really goes in deep, and there's a lot of specific stuff. Again, there was there was a lot of records, court records to go through here, and that's what's really interesting is we do have all of these accounts of the servants confessing. Um, it, it, it's it's so it's it's really incredible. I just I wish we had some really cool stuff from. Bathory uh, herself, because that would really just kind of tell all. But I'm guessing if there was, I mean, if she kept a diary the minute she croaked, I mean, she was 54. Yeah, she's 54 when she died. If the minute she croaked, they probably would have just burned everything and just been like, all right, moving on. So again, the, this area was a hugely contested. I mean, the Baltics today aren't uh, the most stable place in the world, but it's it's just really cool um, to see such an, to see like a really well documented at least on one side historical kind of crazy plot it again it went to the mythical realm like with vlad there was no trial there you know there wasn't anything like that he was just he was a dude in the 15th century doing 15th century stuff uh meanwhile yeah. ba- ba- Bathory, it's so different even though it was like 120 years later or 30 years later it's so different for her you know um like he, he, vlad he kills hundred people ah, it's just a oh, good old Vlad Bathory. It's like, oh we gotta depose her, you know. But then they don't. They don't do anything. They they don't they don't <laughs> want justice. They just want her maintained. They, they want to get a hold of her holdings in her estates and things like that. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Uh but the last source it's really fun, um Bathory dot org. it's great. It's an old website it looks like it's it reminds me of like old eight um just like really old websites from my like angel a kid. fire. Yeah, or there we go. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Bob but it's,
0: Dole. It's cool. whatever year yeah. he ran. <laughs> yeah,
1: all the tubes green in the internet. Um, yeah, it's it's a cool little account of of everything too. Um, so it's it's really really cool. Uh, it, it talks so it the the from the bathory It doesn't really cite everything, but it says things like um, all uh, records of Elizabeth were sealed for more than a century, and her name was forbidden to be spoken uh so i again i think it was just like we have to they they wanted they they it was a huge i mean it, it was a political conspiracy to cuz she she was she was incredibly powerful again king uh uncle was king of poland her her family controlled transylvania and she married into a wealthy family i don't think they were super royal but they were wealthy enough to basically be royal and so once once they had a once her husband died, that's when the pieces started going through, and pr- probably through like the King of Hungary and then the magnate Palpatine guy. You, you, yeah, that's your way in for for pegging her or uh, knocking her down a peg. And then so she never went on trial, never went to jail, was just forced to live in a house for about four years until she died at fifty four. So kind of sad, sadly. Well, Cami though, that was a wonderful story that totally <laughs> That was some really
0: interesting uh research too. Yeah, yeah,
1: it it is. It's it's cool. it's a lot
0: kinder than I imagined. You know?
1: Right. And I think so like, yeah, I I guess like my I should I really need to look in at that paper a little more. Um I because I, my kind of takeaway is right now is is Bathory probably wasn't a saint. Um I just don't think she was on a murder spree either because the evidence we do have of how she treated people she was no vlad the
0: impaler no
1: no vlad not <laughs> impaling people and the evidence that we have of her interacting with people was helping like victims of war you know so i think she was a noble woman who acted in in a way that would be pretty well if she was catholic she probably would have been in a better spot is is probably what the case would have been if the habsburgs could have like remarried her in a better way um or if she, and she submitted to that, things probably would have gone better. If her husband didn't die, she probably would have been able to ha- have a leg to stand on Um, more than she she did, unfortunately. But well, we wouldn't died.
0: have an episode, so...
1: It's all fueling it. It all <laughs> comes together. But, no, it was great. Yeah, Cammy, this was a wonderful idea. Thanks for thinking of it. Uh, everyone, I hope you guys enjoyed the story of Bathory. Um, take a look at that Vlad episode, too. It's, it's really fun. I think it, they complement each other really well. It's around the same time period and same area, so... Uh let us know what you think. Let us know if you have any suggestions for future topics. We've got one more episode coming up, uh guys. Very exciting. It's the big one. Jay Rippy, Jack the Ripper coming up. We're we're really excited. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh we hope you guys enjoy it. We hope you've enjoyed this m- packed month of spooky stories, unsolved murder, crazy stuff, Transylvanian noble women. Um, I think that's about it. Uh, make sure you check we've mentioned it, uh, you know, our merchandise store is up on Threadless, uh mystery, that's you know myth and story all one word with an ie for story though. threadless.com. You can check out what we've got. We've got some cool get a skateboard if you want and tell people about Bathory how she didn't do it. Um, yeah, I think that's it, right?
0: I think that's everything.
1: Awesome. Well, everyone, uh, oh, uh, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Those are three words. We will see you all next time. Oh, yeah. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) All right, everyone. We will see you next time. Oh. Oh.